It is, we'll just call it five. It's, it's a minute to five, so some clocks are gonna say five. Then again, some clocks are wrong, so whatever. It is Friday the 3rd of May, and I'm gonna try and do two things in this podcast, handle two subjects. First subject is well, I guess I could handle a lot of subjects, but my, my point in saying that I'm going to try and handle two is I wanted to follow that up with saying in a short amount of time, 10 to 15 minutes. We'll see how well I do with that. Whenever I say I want to try and do this thing or talk about this in X amount of time, I usually end up going, ah, oh, I barely even got to that thing that I wanted to talk about. So let's see if I can just get right to it. First thing is talking about Avengers Endgame. Um, I guess I want to tackle two things with that, talking about my conversation with my wife on the, on the, on our, our kind of thoughts on the movie slash review. Also, uh, some, some further thoughts now that I've seen it a second time, which you didn't know until just now. I, I went and saw it a second time today. And then also, uh, a little bit about the bar back diary thing. So I guess I'll start with the the bar back diary just to get that out of the way what's been going on at work not a whole lot new it's it's about the same i feel like i've i've definitely gotten into the swing of things i will have a good test this saturday according to the weather it's going to be nice ish not real toasty warm 61 is what the weather says right now as i'm looking at it sunday which I also work, is supposed to be even nicer, 69, and that's Cinco de Mayo, so we should be pretty dang busy both days. From what I hear, Saturdays are nuts, and when it's nicer, or leaning towards nicer, we open the big windows out to the, the, the street there, and, oh, and there's a show also, Snow Patrol, which I, I know that band name, but I couldn't tell you any songs that they play. Um, so that's apparently supposed to be a big deal. I guess it sold out within minutes of the tickets going live. Some of the people that I worked with were saying that it's the first time that they've been in the Michigan area in, in many years, like 10 years, somebody said. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but what I take from statements like that is it's been quite a while, and given the speed at which the ticket sold out, there's clearly a, 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 a fervent demand and desire to see this band. And since the venue is right next door, I mean, it, you take three steps and you're, you're entering the, the venue, we're going to get a lot of spillover, a lot of people coming over to get some drinks and maybe a meal beforehand and probably afterwards as well. We're open until uh, 11 on Saturday, and so it will probably be bonkers, which is good because that means I'll make some good money. Last night was really, really slow, and I only made $36 in tips, which is the worst I've done so far. Um, the best I've done is that, that brunt or whatever, brunch buffet for Easter, where I made $80. I 
but besides that i've i, I think i hit 55 ish 54 54 i think it was is the best i've done in tips but from what i hear on a saturday i could make upwards of 150 maybe even more and considering cinco de mayo is happening the next day i'm hoping to make somewhere between 250 to 300 maybe even beyond that over the course of those two days which would be fantastic it will be a lot of work and i will need to bring something to eat because the calorie output will be um, large i will be moving non-stop pretty much the entire time and i won't really get a, a, a moment to break other than to slip away to to pee or or grab some stuff from the basement but how's the job going it's fine the, the i have difficulty navigating different people and, and knowing what they want there's this one dishwasher which i'm trying to do things the way that people want me to do them and some people want things done this way other people want things done that way and i'm, I'm trying to appease everyone that i can i guess that's that's partly my responsibility trait is that I want to do the right thing. I'm not gonna appease somebody if it means doing the wrong thing. Like, oh, hey, will you lie about this? No, I won't. I don't care how happy that makes you. I'm not gonna do that. Um, but I, I've never, I haven't been put in that kind of position. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, hey, will you stock this this way? I like to, to store it in, in going in this order. And somebody else goes, oh, hey, so I, I see that you're stacking it in this order, and that's okay, but I much prefer if you turn it this way. It's like, okay, well, how do I, eh, somebody wants it this way, and this other person wants it this way. How do, how do I, I don't know how to do that. One of the dishwashers, he was giving me a hard time about how much time I was spending on scraping the stuff into the, the, the trash. I wasn't even spending that much time. It wasn't like I was sitting there trying to get every speck of food off. I was being pretty quick, I thought, but he was giving me, he's like, just put it, just put it in the bin and leave it, just go, you don't have time to do that. And I was thinking, well, I, I do, it's not all that busy out there, I, this is the, the, the three seconds that it takes me to do this, if that, it, it, it might honestly be a second and a half, is going to save you time from having to deal with this extra food and these beans, the refried beans and the rice and whatever sauce that's on these plates, I'm trying to scrape off real quick, that means it's less time that you have to spend scraping it off. Sorry about that, that's my message. Uh, and um, it, less time that you're having to scoop this junk out of the out of the drain. It's just, it. I'm trying to do you a favor here. There's also these little dishes, these little, um, if you've ever gone to a place where they have a, a tiny little plastic cup, maybe they put sauce or, you sometimes you see them in salads where they put the dressing in there. There's metal ones that are about the same size, and that's what we put little sauces and hot sauces in for people. Um, little little bits of salsa for them to dump on their, their burritos or whatever. There's bigger containers for chips and salsa if people order an order of that. But these little ones that have salsa or sauces, I was scraping out, and he told me, don't scrape them out, just put them in the, in the utensil bin here, okay? I thought he didn't want me to scrape any of them out ever. And yesterday, he goes, why aren't you scraping those out? I was like, what? 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 Are you trying to mess with my head here, man? I said, I thought you didn't want me to. You told me it was a waste of time. He's like, no, I told you it was a waste of time when you were using a napkin to try and get all that gunk out. And to me, 
when I did that, take, took the napkin, it was a paper napkin that was already soiled. It was going to go into the trash can. I just wrapped, covered my finger with it. So it was you know, whole fingers covered with napkin and just did a quick swoop around the inside and threw it in there. I mean, it took a moment. I mean, it was really quick. I was just thinking, hey, I can do two things at once here. I can get this all out and do it effectively, much more so than I could by trying to slap it in there or trying to clank it against the side. It'll get way more of the sauce out of here and it'll be cleaner. And, and again, it's, it's less work that you have to do, dishwasher guy. This is all, I, it's not like I just do things because. No, I think about all of these angles and what I, why I'm doing it. I'm trying to save you time. I'm trying to save the, the dishwasher expenditure I, I like I'm, I'm trying to it, it's a it's a balancing thing here maybe it takes me a second or half second but it'll save you time in the long run but no he wasn't happy about that or, or i thought and he's like oh no i was just get, i was saying that you shouldn't do that with the napkin it was a waste of time but but i don't know why you're putting in these with these with the sauce still in it because i thought that's what you wanted whatever i said okay well, that makes a lot of sense to me i'll try and do it that way he's like well i'll see we'll see if you do it that way if it makes sense to you okay all right, whatever, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to do it as best I can here. I'm, it's not like I'm trying to make your job harder on you. That's that's the last thing I'm trying to do. Seriously, you have a, a garbage job as it is. I wouldn't w want to be a dishwasher. Maybe if they were paying me $40 an hour, maybe I'd do it for 30 But it's miserable, hot, nasty, gross work. It's just disgusting. It's foul. So that's where things are at with the job. Fine, I've I've got a grips on it. It's 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 nice. It's easy enough. Whatever. All right. So on to end game. I went and saw it again today, in three D. The three D, whatever is. I'd say, if you like three D movies and you're fine with them or or you enjoy them, and it doesn't cost you much more at your theater to see it in three D, then sure. But it's not a movie where it really adds a lot. There's, there, there really isn't all that much to it. That's kind of like Mad Max. I, what's the point? Um, I guess it's not quite as, as the same as Mad Max. But it's certainly not a movie like Avatar where if you're not seeing it in 3D, you're really missing out on, on a, a, a big portion of this movie. It's meant to be seen in 3D. Avatar was. In game, it, it it didn't. If anything, it, it was a, it detracted a little bit for me because I'd seen it in in standard and then seeing it in three D, it was kind of. I have to wear two sets of glasses, and that's always kind of annoying for me. Um, what I wanted to talk about real briefly here, I don't want to linger on this point. It's just something that I want to identify and make note of, and then try and do better in the future. Is that conversation between my wife and I, I listened to it a little bit, and I was appalled with how I sounded. I sounded like a real jerk. It was like I didn't want her to say anything. I mean, just, just the way that I responded sometimes to her talking was not nice. Uh, yeah, I, I was not pleased with, 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 with myself listening to that one, so... I want to do some more podcasts with, with her and really try and make sure that that is not happening again. That That's not how I feel about her. I, I value and cherish her opinion and, and love hearing her thoughts on things. And that 
is not what it sounds like when I listened to that podcast. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. I, I was tempted to even take it down, but I thought, no, nope, this is a record of who I am. That's where I was at that point, and I don't want that to be the case in the future. Um, how did I feel watching the movie this time? Not as emotional as the first time. The first time, I had absolutely no idea what to expect going into it. I, I hadn't watched any trailer. I, I knew nothing. I was going in completely blind. Well, I mean, I had the other 20-odd movies to, to for history, all if you want to consider them all chapters to one long book, then I then I had I was aware of all the other chapters. But in terms of what that movie was going to contain, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that they were going to do a time travel thing. I didn't know that spoilers, I guess I should have said that, and there's spoilers going to be in, in this. I'm just going to assume that you've seen the movie. I didn't know that Thanos' head was going to get whacked off. I thought that was a really smart thing. I still think that was a smart thing. Um, nothing really bothers me about the movie at all it's there are moments where i could pick it apart there i was watching something with kevin smith he does a a podcast called fat man and the batman or batman and the fat man fat man on batman something like that and he and this fellow mark something another i I don't really know who uh, what is it his name is mark mark uh, bernadin Kevin Smith and Mark Bernadin talk about popular culture stuff, and they were talking about Endgame. And Mark was saying, "You could, could you pick it apart? Could you find holes and go, oh, this doesn't work because of this or that? Sure. Is it going to make your life any better? I don't, I don't know. It, maybe. Probably not. For me, it wouldn't. It, it, it does To do that doesn't help me in any way. This is a story, and I enjoyed it. Just take it as it is. And I was able to do that, just take the story as it was the first time I watched it very easily because it was just sort of matrix information download. I just sat in, I was like, let's, here we go, strap in for the ride, just boom, wow, I don't, I don't have any idea of what to expect. That's not the case when you see something a second time. You cannot remove the, the, the first viewing. So I did know what was coming up, and so it took me probably about an hour, maybe even an hour and a half to sort of kind of get back into that. I'm just watching a movie here. Don't be analytical. Don't try and be looking for any little things and and be nitpicky. Just accept it as it is. Just just let it happen. And once that that happened, I don't know really where it was. I think it was uh, maybe when Thor and and Rocket were on Asgard and uh, trying to get the, the Aether and Thor's talking to his mom. It might have been around there that I kind of let go. I'm not really sure it was about that point, I'd say. So maybe that's longer than an hour and a half. I don't really know where that is time-wise in the movie. Um, one thing that I can point to is being able to just kind of let things go and just accept the movie is is I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about time other than once. I was just curious how much longer I, I started to, to need to pee. And I thought, am I going to have to to hold this for much longer and it turned out that I was going to have to hold it for another 40 minutes or so so I thought okay that's no big deal if it was going to be uh, another hour and a half or two hours if it only been an hour I thought I better find a point here where I can slip out and come back real quick the conversation with Vera we both mentioned how we thought it was kind of cheesy the whole female uh, joining up on screen 
this time it didn't bother me at all. It, di it didn't bother me in the least. And I have a theory as to why that is. I think the first time I, I saw it, I thought I just kind of had a knee-jerk reaction to it because there's so much the the, so, the political climate surrounding women and Me Too and it's just a very sensitive subject. So when I saw something that was so blatantly female empowering that it, it bothered me, but this time it didn't bother me at all. And I think part of that reason, part of the reason that it didn't bother me is there, there's a, a few things that go into it. First off, there, there's multiple things that go into it, but to start off, I had heard somebody complain, and I don't remember where this was. Oh, it was a podcast that I had listened to while I was juicing at, at work the other day. It was, it's called the MCU Cast, and they just talk about all things Marvel Cinematic re, uh, Universe related. And one of the guys, I assume they'd only seen the movie once at this point, but one of the guys was saying how he thought it was nonsense that they, they, they weren't bothered by that scene at all, but they, they were bothered that Captain Marvel said um, something, something happens and then Captain Marvel says, I've got help. But that's not the case, that she doesn't say that. She doesn't say anything about that. And so they're saying, of all the characters, she's the last one that needs help. Why would she need help? She doesn't need help at all. But she doesn't say that. She's not standing there going, I have help. Um, I, I think it right before that Spider-Man gives her the, the Infinity Gauntlet or Thanos has just grabbed it. I forget what happens, but it's, it's, it's Valkyrie, I think that says she has help or Gamora. It's, it's not, it's not Captain Marvel. She, she doesn't say anything. She isn't saying like, oh, I help me out ladies. She's just standing there. And then the other women show up and somebody, maybe it's Scarlet Witch, I don't know who it is, but she, whoever it is, the, somebody else says, she has help. And if anything, Captain Marvel is kind of, sort of does this, this look sort of like, eh, I mean, it's kind of the look that she has all the time, but whatever. It's sort of this look of, I don't, I don't really need your guys' help, I'm thanks, and I, I appreciate the, the, the moral support, but I'm okay. I just flew through a spaceship up and down a few times and just obliterated it. That was no problem for me. This will, I'm going to be okay. There's another aspect to this that I liked leading into it is that um, Peter Parker, who's the youngest member of the Avengers, is, is rescued by um, Pepper Potts. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, she, she grabs him and, and helps him and then throws him onto the back of Valkyrie's horse. I like that because... He's young, and and here is a, a feminine character coming in to swoop in and, and help him out in a, in a moment of distress. I, I thought that was kind of neat. I also liked how Captain Marvel had no care for her own safety at all, isn't questioning it at all. She just, she takes the gauntlet, is going to fly into the back of the, the, the van where the quantum machine is. She's just ready to do that and she doesn't have a, um, a a time gps bracelet so i don't know how that would have worked out if it if it had but at least the the gauntlet would have been gone and she was apparently fine with that didn't even stop for a moment 
Um, something else that people had complained about that, oh, they're, I, I saw it was online somewhere, the, the earthquakes that are mentioned that are happening all over the universe, that never comes up again. Well, maybe that's setting the stage for something in the future. Maybe, maybe that's not meant to be handled in that movie. That didn't bother me at all. I didn't tear up as much during the second viewing, but that's partly because I, I knew what was going to happen. But I still did tear up a fair bit towards the end and definitely during the, the very end where Captain Mar Captain America is sitting on the bench and then that whole scene uh, where he's dancing I, with his, his wife, I thought, is just gorgeous. All in all, I still think that the movie, for what it is and the purpose that it serves for a capstone on that, that Marvel universe is is perfect. I, I, I don't have any glaring gripes. I don't have anything that I want to point to and go, oh, yeah, but X, or ugh, they did this. No, I think it's great. Um, if you have any serious major complaints, I, I, you can send them to me if you want or talk to me if you know me about them, and I'll have a conversation with you for a little while about it, I guess. But I don't see the point in being super negative about it. I, I went to a website to read something about the in-game news and a, a video started playing. It was some review of some uppity-up guys that probably agree with most of the Academy Award type stuff. So they, they, didn't, they did not strike me as the kind of people that enjoy superhero movies. And one of the guys was said, yeah, when I heard that people had tears in their eyes uh, after watching this movie, that was news to me that you were supposed to care that deeply about any of these characters. That, that, that can, kind of came as a surprise. You know, all things considered, he was taking a very film school kind of approach. The, the, some of the character arcs are, are done moderately well in terms of filmmaking, but all things considered, it does fall a little bit flat when you compare it to some of the other true great cinematic classics out there. I mean, honestly, it, it's a superhero movie. I mean, that's what not exactly what he's saying, but that's kind of how he sounded. Like, oh, I didn't know you were supposed to care enough to have tears in your eyes for any of these characters. Really? Hmm. So I, I like the phrase that I don't remember who said it, but somebody said, you're doing movies wrong. You're, you're, you're doing movies wrong. It's like the, the person that flips through a comic book and goes, what is this, for children? This story's in here, this, this man with a cape and this is pointy ears. What about the ch children's stories? Ugh. All right. You don't... That, that's fine. If, if that's how you'd like to go through, through the world, that seems very limited and very boring to me and not very interesting. But hey, if that works for you, then then cool. It, it doesn't, that doesn't not work for me. I tried that. I tried that for a few years and I didn't like it. And so I try to go through world in a more fantastical way and I enjoy it a lot more. I hope you do too. I love you. Have a great day.